Hi there. Um, do you hear cars nearby? Yes, you're right. Well, I'm on the way back home from uh, recording this amazing episode with Neil Baldega. Um, he is a co-owner of uh, Urban Escape Healing, uh, an incredible practice, energy healing practice, natural healing practice. We do a lot of things, acupuncture, massage, Reiki, and it was just such an incredible conversation. I'm so pumped that I stopped in my car and I'm recording this. I really wanted to bring Neil to you because he helped me tremendously in my journey of healing my traumas and just creating a better life for myself. Uh, And it really, you know, the work he does really, um, like I said, uh, just clear up my path and and help me um, deal with certain things and and just help me heal overall because, uh, you know, believe me, um, we all have traumas and we talk about uh, this with Neil. Um, trauma doesn't have to be big. I have some big ones for sure. But um, sometimes there are small things that our just body registers uh, register when we are little kids, sensitive kids, and, and we have to deal with it uh, later on. And it's sometimes on the subconscious level. And, and that um, that is what Neil work does, uh, you know, help you clear out those things so you can live a better more full, more amazing life. And you know me, I like my Marc Jacobs. I like Givenchy. My favorite subject at school was mathematics. Um, I also like to travel. I like to eat in a fancy restaurants. Oh, also in some small gems, little holes in the wall. I like those too if the food is good. But um, on the other hand, you know, I also believe that there's more to us um, than just our body and, and and there is there are energies there are spirits i also believe in that part of of um our uh, world and our lives and um that's why i want to bring neil to you because i feel like in the midwest in the chicago area we are more uh, cautious about this kind of natural energy healing work for example comparing to los angeles or california overall uh, where people are more you know uh, maybe you can call it fafarafa, hippie dippy, but just I call it a little bit more open-minded uh, to that kind of work and that kind of um, therapies. So I want to bring it, uh, Neil, to you to kind of you know educate all of us what he does, how it works, because I feel like when we know more, there is less fear and we can open our mind and try new things. And I really would love you to do that because it helped me in an incredible way i i you know each session i have with neil it's it's just amazing experience and progress and obviously i want to share it with you because i want you to try it too and a side note um i don't get paid for it i don't have any deal with neil i just truly believe in his talents and i want to share them with you um so you can benefit uh, from it too if you feel ready and if you feel courageous enough um nothing to be scared of you know courageous means like trying new things anyway enjoy this episode it's kind of long but we talk about so many things i'm so excited um yep here is neil baldiga from uh urban escape healing Hi. 
How are you? I am doing well. How are you today? I'm really good. I'm so excited to have you here finally. Thank we you so much. We worked on it a couple weeks, yes. but we made it happen. We did. So I want to introduce to everybody Neil Baldiga. Am it. I pronouncing it right? You got it. Um, and you are an energy healer, a masseuse. Uh, massage therapist. Massage therapist. I gotta therapist. correct you because other people Why? are gonna be here. Um, masseuse comes more from the dark ages uh, when right. there was like the sex trade was kind of linked in. So, you know, I feel like this is an appropriate situation where I can correct you. Sometimes I just let people go because they're like, Yeah, correct me always. Compliment me. But like, yeah, massage therapist. Massage because therapist. The word therapist and therapy is something we really want to let people know hey, this is good for so many parts of you, not just to like get pet and feel good and relax, which are all awesome, but there's so many other things going on. So. Yeah. Um, correct me always, please. Okay. So massage therapists, what else? Te tell me and share with everybody, because I obviously I know you for several months now and I yeah. know what you do, but I want you to tell us what do you do and what um, Urban Escape Healing, yeah. uh, your company and yes. company you work at is about. and. Um, yeah, let's let's dig in into it. What do you guys offer to people? Let's dig in. So I offer a custom experience for people. Uh, when I started doing this about seven years ago, uh, I wanted to bring the senses in. So uh, scent has always been huge for me. Um, naturally, aromatherapy kind of rose out of that. And so um, just opening people up to how aromatherapy can really help their emotional well-being as well as physical and mental. Mm -hmm. So using a lot of aromatherapy in my sessions. Oh, um, believe me, it always smells so nice here. <laughs> yeah. Um, and sound. So been a drummer all my life and naturally just kind of went into drumming as meditation and some other instruments, didgeridoo, singing bowls, and using the vibrations and frequencies. Um, they sound good and feel good, but why? So it's kind of digging into that and like, how can I use that to uh, help people go deeper and help people kind of uh, release things? Yes, so it's all about healing with you. All right? about healing. And that's why, you know, I was looking for somebody for myself really um, to help myself go deeper and heal deeper um, wounds or traumas or things that I may have. and. I found you. You found me. Yes. You found me online, right? Yeah. 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 I actually was uh, was literally was looking. Um, I read a book uh, called uh, uh, "Body Keeps the Score," and it's all mm. about you know how body keeps the score of different kind of traumas, mm. because you know when we say trauma, we think oh my god something awful, big, big, big happened. But when we we are a little kid and we are very sensitive, even the smallest thing can be recorded by body as traumatic experience. So anyway, I was looking for somebody and I came across you. So Urban Escape Healing is all about providing um, ways for people through aromatherapy, through sound, and also massage, right, to heal, right? Correct. And that's why I wanted to have you here, because I think it's just the most beautiful thing you can do to, to help others and I'm you know I'm first-hand experience <laughs> with you yeah. to help others to get better heal and have just a better life you know I think bottom line is it's all about that right it's all about thriving not just living 
and yeah. um, realizing that this is already in you. And I, I always say, like, I'm just a cheerleader. I'm just a witness <laughs> of you. Um, I'm here to just nudge you in the right direction. So I'm, you know, I'm an open book. Any information or wisdom that I have, I, I don't keep any of that for different tiers of clients. It's, you know, it's, it's, I'm all in for everyone. And, and, you know, because of my experience, I get to kind of, um, the assessment for me is really important. And then once we assess, we can kind of figure out what direction, but there's something in what I do for everyone. Definitely. I, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, but I want to know first, before yes. we will talk about like what exactly you do in meaning like what session looks like, what kind of um, uh, sessions you provide. Let's start with the story when it all started, because I feel like, you know, for people to kind of get on board with more natural energy healing type of therapies, they need to understand, you know, where where is certain things coming from and how people come to uh, perform those therapies because there, I feel like there is some kind of still, you know, uncertainty. Even talking to my friends, people are like, "Oh, how do you find people who heal energy? Is this mm -hmm. even legit? Mm -hmm. totally. Is this even true?" So I just want to know your story. Like, how did you discover your talents and and your your gifts, and how you came about to where we are here now in this uh, really nice space where you actually, you know. Um, Created it, created it into the amazing business that helps people. Thank you. Yeah, so my story, I, I feel, is very down to earth, and I think it's it's very like Midwestern, and I hope people can really connect with this. Yes, especially um, Midwestern. We are still a little bit on the like uh, uncertainty. You know, LA absolutely. is a different story. Everybody loves the energy healer, the shaman, the latest woo woo, whatever. But I feel like we as Midwesterns, it's a little bit on the reserve totally. side. We like to work a lot. Totally. Very blue collar. Yeah. Yeah. And I appreciate that. And, and something that I've heard, um, which I continue to repeat, is, uh, you know, the, the coasts are great. They're very flashy. And, like, they will grab onto something for various reasons. But when, the mid when something sticks in the Midwest, like, we get it. We take it fully. Um, so I think there, it's, I think it's right to have reservations to to an extent. You know, it's right, right to ask questions and kind of even watch from the sidelines. But like, ultimately, like now is a good time to jump in. You know, mm -hmm. so so yeah, absolutely. So I, I grew up in a small town in Michigan. Um, mm -hmm. My parents were great. You know, they they equipped me with um, an openness. So we didn't really have like any kind of religious, uh, you know, doctrine. Indoctrinated into any religion, yeah. they kind of, they they let us be free thinkers to extent. I mean, there's always going to be programs that come in from parents, you know, subconscious and conscious. But um, I was allowed to be a sensitive little kid, and I, I think until I started like going to school and, and socializing, that's when I like had to shelf that, um, you know, because you kind of want like you get social points for doing certain things and, and as a guy you mean shelf your sensitivity shelf or you sensitivity. felt at that point that you know your sensitivity is also like some kind of give that you i didn't know what to do with it yeah um you know because you're, you're feeling so much and as a boy yes. the whole boys don't cry that kind of stuff that wasn't huge for my parents but you know it comes in from society and so oh, you're like you're 100%. trying to be this character um not really fitting in anywhere you go you know playing sports but like locker room talk that just never made sense to me you know <laughs> so really the story goes like the the gifts were always there but it's like 
there's not a language right now in this society to really talk about and keep kids open. I feel like that's where we're going is to not like, I get a lot of clients that come to me and they're like, I used to see things, feel things. And then I put it away for 30 years and now it's coming back. I hope that we can kind of cut out that middle point. Yes. So for me, it actually comes into some addictions and some escaping, you know, like early twenties, late teens, mid twenties, it was, a lot of alcohol and a lot of numbing. Welcome you know? to the club. Yeah, yep, and uh, I made it. I made it through. You know, thankfully. But there were a couple times where I looked death in the face, and that is the story. Unfortunately, for a lot of men that I found have come out the other side, is they've had to go to those dark, dark depths. And I'm not saying it's a man or woman thing, but you know, because of the, you have to have a tough shell and that still yes. comes mm -hmm. from the, uh, you know, the upper generations, um, you know, so I kind of started to do more reflecting and it's like, okay, when am I having these episodes? When am I like drinking so much, doing these things and getting myself into trouble? And then it always came back to, I'm trying to process something emotionally and this is where I go to process and it's not healthy and it becomes the spiral mm -hmm. and it really took a car accident when I was 21, um, taken out by the jaws of life, like waking up in the ER, like that was at the epitome like of a wake up call. Yeah. And kind of like, wow, every day is a blessing. I could so not be here. And that really kind of catapulted me forward into seeking other ways to connect with myself. So mm -hmm. yoga and meditation and breathing came in like mid 20s and that really, that really started my exploration. And it, it was all about that curiosity that kept leading me deeper and deeper and deeper until I found these communities, these scenes, because they're around in Chicago, but even that so, like you still got to dig to find them. So mm -hmm. um, I think you I think you are bringing an amazing point um, uh, a about like this uh, element of sensitivity. Uh, you know that we feel things and i am a strong personally strong believer that we all have gifts really and we all suppress them and are not aware of them at all or we don't even want to acknowledge them or we numb them because we all feel things because we all feel the energies around us we all feel other people we all feel through situations and i, I strongly believe that we all do have gifts not everybody's uh, I, I, in my opinion courageous enough to embrace it and to trans transform it into something that is actually better, bettering others people's lives and, and really work with it to your point that you had to like, you know, that instead of getting an easy glass of vodka or whatever your alcohol choice it was, was for a while. Uh, yeah. you know, staying with it, doing the work, going deep, because that's not an easy route, mm. uh, because I'm on this route now, and that's how we met. So mm. I, I applaud you, and, and it's a great point you're bringing. It's a, and especially, you know, you said it's not a man or a woman thing, but this element of sensitivity when it, in the context of a man, I, I believe it's so much more, you know, uh, harder to, um, to kind of acknowledge, accept, and, and share with the world because women are always you know emotional and, mm. and they, they always feel but men know they, they should be a certain way according to our society and i see men cling to that cling, like cling yes. to like the one woman to get their know. emotional outlet you know yeah. and and that's not fair either but yeah, yeah abs absolutely yeah um, so okay so you did you started doing more deep work meditation yoga mm -hmm. and then how this transition to where we are now to the sure. um urban escape healing and 
and tell us about all the services you provide that I, um, you know, try for several months now. I'm actually up for my next visit in yeah. January, <laughs> end of January, hopefully. But tell us, uh, yeah, how it, how you came to to that point from this initial work you did. And, and what what do you do here? What magic are you sure, doing here? Because sure. it is sure magic, guys. It is and sure good magic. magic. Good magic. But also, like, realizing that we, like you said, we all have that magic. And it's like, when you find the magic within yourself and you can feel confident to share that, I think that is, like, one of the things life is about. And everyone has different magic and we all sprinkle it differently. Yes, and know? it doesn't have to be, you know, shamanism or being energy healer. It can it's be a just... good listener. It can, it can be... Just being present and offering what you offer is is enough. Yes. So yeah. what brought me here? So yeah. okay, so in my twenties I worked in collegiate sustainability. I had like what is that? I'm sorry. Collegiate. So okay, so I, I worked at Columbia College in Chicago. Uh -huh. um, I, I finished there for school and then it was kept on board and I thought I wanted to go deeper into, you know, the world of sustainability, maybe you know, maybe I would do a, what you would call it, where you go to businesses and counsel them. Oh, uh, consulting. Consulting, something like that. Um, but, you know, I was getting deeper and deeper into the world. And it's like, with that comes first a lot of anger, a lot of confusion, like, oh my gosh, this is happening. And all these feelings, again, they're not bad if you feel them, let them go. But what I noticed in the scene was like, people just seem so angry all day, all night. And I'm like, I'm looking at people that are older in this scene and like they, ha they make a lot of good points, but it's like they are so informed and like so woke to everything that's going on. And they just, they take it home with them. And I'm like, I don't want to end up like that. I don't want to be jaded. You know, there's gotta be a better route. And besides like working with sustainability, for me, it was such a big picture thing and so necessary, but like, so overwhelming and mm -hmm. so like the natural healing kind of was like it was always an interest and i just started to do more research look into it and i'm like this is great because this is like i can help one person at a time and it's kind of like you know throwing that rock in the pond and the ripples and you don't even know how how the ripples go like once this person becomes more empowered it's like they're going to empower all those around them so I liked, you know, going from like this macro to kind of microcosm and, mm -hmm. and like working more on myself and shining outward instead of like taking this huge thing and trying to like, trying to yeah, make work with the sense big, big, of it huge problem that it, yeah. just carry this anger. And so, you know, right time, right place. I went to like an intro to Reiki and it just all made sense. It's like, oh yeah, if we believe <laughs> and science is showing that we have like an energy body, why wouldn't hygiene be necessary? Why wouldn't like knowing about it, knowing how it works, like the same as the body? And it was like, wow, like I, I never really thought about it like that. So it kind of was like, it was, it was right puzzle there. Puzzle after puzzle. Yeah, and it was like, I needed to hear those things at that time. And so I jumped right in and I just started working. I worked on people. I started offering guided meditations to friends and it like, it felt so natural. So the holding space for other people feels like something you're always doing when you're sensitive because you walk into a room and you like you notice what's off and you kind of or at least me I would change my behavior to kind of like equal out the room so it's like I might rise myself up if everything's like seeming super dull or I might be a fly in the wall if everyone's just blah 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 talking to hear themselves right. talk and so 
being an equalizer, it's like great, but you start to lose yourself in that. So it was kind of like, okay, how can I like be in my power and like, and also how can I like, how can I protect my own energy and like understand that some of these emotions and things I'm feeling aren't coming from me and these yeah, are all and you new. you are taking things on. Absolutely, and so that, you know, I started to look back, you know, into the rear view mirror and be like, oh wow, things make so much sense. Like that I was carrying so many others' expectations and feelings that I like, I started to put my, you know, my own on the back burner and, mm -hmm. you know, kind of led me through this journey of self-exploration, which I feel like I had to go down to the place where I didn't have boundaries and I didn't know what those were and I had to feel what it was like to get sick the next day from a client carrying a lot of darkness and these things that like, you know, you have to learn your own capacities and like sharpen your, your tools. And um, you do it through your own meditation, like your own self-work, because that's really interesting because, you know, even we, us working together, I can feel sometimes like energies that are like released from me or like I get rid of some kind of bad memories that my body holds or even yeah. my subconscious. And, and that's really interesting that you had to do go through this process to kind of um, shield yourself to not take it on because yeah. to your point, and I totally understand it because I do the same thing. I just, yeah. uh, I just sometimes, and we all do, uh, we feel stuff and then we, we take it on at some level, you know? You can tell the child that the burner is hot, but they still need to touch the fire. Yeah. And you can read it, you can hear it from others like, oh yeah, maybe someday. And you, you know, I had to experience it and I had to ride that roller coaster down to ride it back mm -hmm. up, basically. So how long do you think it took you to kind of establish this uh, uh, boundary with yourself and, mm -hmm. and within yourself to kind of you know, do the work you do without compromising your own health or your sure. own being? Uh, well, I think that's still a work in progress. Oh. Um, I, yeah, I hope I'm not giving you too much bad energy No, 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 no. <laughs> it's, it's, it's about checking in with yourself and like, and being honest with your energy levels. <clears throat> so yeah. I have actually had times where I have rescheduled with clients because I'm like, I didn't tell them the whole why because I don't feel like anymore that I need to explain myself fully. It's just like if I have a trust with someone, they understand I'm in. if I'm yeah, calling it off, amazing. there's a reason. And so I'm like, I want to bring my best self. And I also heard some advice from, I forget from who, but they were like, you have to leave your crap at the door. And it's almost like you put like a sticky note like above the door and you're like, this is my stuff. Because like you can, you can damn well bet that like, healing practitioners have crap that happens to them and they're like, they're not perfect. I'm not perfect. I never pretend to be. And so it's like, no, I might be dealing with something that day and it's like, it might be running through my mind and I have to be like, okay, I'm here for this person. I'm, you know, I am receiving money. I'm receiving like, you know, the accolades in this moment to like hold this space. And so I have to I have to just leave it and then I pick it up when I leave. You know, it's like, I, I can't Look, just- Look everybody, it's just like any other job. Like we, you yeah. know, I when I go to my advertising uh, job, we all have to leave our stuff outside. We have to, because, we don't always, yeah. but- But in your you know, position, it's even more important. Because you don't want to bring it somewhere, yeah. You know, I if I, I like the, the saying like, you know, you don't go to a dentist with bad teeth. You don't really want to go to a tattoo artist with bad tattoos. 
you don't want to go to a healing practitioner <laughs> that like can't sure listen not. that's like you know talking about their problems i mean that's really unprofessional so sure um not. just to continue on that like how long <laughs> it's, it's taken it's Sorry. it's been no it's 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 like i said it's been a process and i'm still learning um but there were like a few pivotal moments for me which was like separating my works and home space because i used to like take sessions in like the living room you know, like separating my phone number to a business number there were like certain moments i can i can think of that i'm like these were moments where i'm like this is driving me nuts and i <clears throat> i need a boundary here and so those are more like tangible but then like energetically like i said just That's knowing your capacity mm -hmm. and being able to be honest with it and doing your work physically, mentally, and spiritually so that you have enough in your cup that you can pour into others. Because if you don't, what what are you doing? You're pouring from an empty or like almost empty cup. Yeah. So That's so interesting about a, setting a physical boundary, like you said, like even simple phone or um, or having a special space. And I think it's it sometimes so helps so much to um, progress mental boundary mm. that you want to set. Totally. Uh, and make it stronger. So, um, so I don't think so. It's, it's weird or, you know, inaccurate at all. It's, it's, but it's really interesting. Mm. Okay, so let's talk about um, your magic. All right. Let's start with magic hands. Uh, you, you mostly work with hands, right? And massage. Oh, my God. I, mm. I can tell you guys, I am uh, a massage junkie. <laughs> I went to Thailand for my wedding uh, with my husband Adam. I had massage almost every day. I, uh, I'm for the last five, even more years, I get massage every month, every other month. I feel like it, it's an amazing form of therapy, uh, dealing with the stress, dealing with just, you know, just taking care of your body. It's, it's my ritual for self-care, for taking care of my muscles and, mm -hmm. and, and literally, literally my body. Mm -hmm. So my point is that I know my stuff. Mm. And Neil, you have a talent, and I told you this several times, you have an amazing hand. You have this thing that I called, um, uh, you are an intuitive ma uh, massage therapist. Sorry, yeah, I, you see, you. I learned fast. So you really <laughs> always go for the po points that are like just need to be worked on. That there is this uh, tied knot or uh, what, what not, and but you always um, do amazing, uh, amazing work. That it's is massage. What is like? Wh what are the different things you do? Let's start with that. And mm -hmm. like, what is maybe your favorite? What is like mm -hmm. you l like to work with most? Because I know I do with you mostly sessions that are mixed, right? Mm -hmm. So we do massage and then we do a little energy work, mm -hmm. chakra healing or whatever it is, mm -hmm. uh, which you can explain. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, but tell me like each thing you, you, you do, yeah. and then what is it about? So so we all you know everybody can understand more and maybe be less more less scared and and come here and start healing and yes. and and burying themselves and just having a better life because that's yes. how i feel when i when i come out of here and after work with you for several months that's what it's about living a better life so um just a quick story uh going back to again yeah. to childhood or, or like younger years <laughs> another like telltale sign is like um if you've ever heard of the five love languages if you haven't you're listening to this podcast yes. i highly recommend just learning that there are different ways we show and receive love and there could be disconnects with you and loved ones just because of one person thinks they're showing love 
in their way and they're like wanting it back maybe in that way and you're giving in a different way so yeah so it's like uh, it's time spent together right quality time quality time physical touch physical touch gifts gifts acts of service gifts is my favorite <laughs> so serious and words of affirmation words of affirmation and okay, honestly yeah. like working to make that like once you realize these are all of like their own thing but they kind of bleed into each other it's like you kind of want to be doing all of them, you know? It's like, because yes. I, I hear people kind of proclaim like, this is my one love language. It's like, cool, that might be what you lean towards. And so for me, I'm saying that like physical touch is one of the ones I leaned towards the most. So I was always wanting to give that, you know, to girlfriends and friends. It's like, I am feeling, I feel blessed that like, I hang out with guys that like, we're okay with hugging and like putting your hand on each other's back. Like, hey, it's gonna be okay. That kind of stuff is normal. And it's right. not normal in a lot of places. And so like, always wanting to share touch like it made a lot of sense that That's wow mm -hmm. you know so your gifts definitely show at a younger age and sometimes you because oh that that feels crazy to do or like that's frowned upon i'm not going to do that but sometimes it just takes like like yeah what makes what helps me feel special and like what helps me feel special is helping other people feel special you mm -hmm. know i think i think we all have that innately somewhere in us um so anyways on to the gifts so Reiki was my, I always jokingly call it like my gateway um, energy therapy. Uh, For somebody who is totally like, and what is Reiki? Reiki is a form of um, generally hands-on or hands-near, and it's the idea that through the top of our head is where we kind of gather our energy, um, and we're intending it to come through the heart out the hands and it's something that we all have you know you think back to childhood you fall off your bike you skin your knee you grab it what's more comforting than the mother's touch we all are energetic beings and that's again what I hope we're gonna get to is just leaving kids open and realize that I'm gonna make a bold statement here but I don't believe you need a Reiki attunement to do energy healing I just believe that's where we're at in our evolution where having this classroom setting, having this community, it's all a beautiful thing. I highly recommend it. It's very empowering. But through intention, prayer, whatever you want to call it, like setting, like declaring mm -hmm. and then flowing it through, um, that in itself is Reiki. And so like letting energy flow through and letting the consciousness of the energy let like trusting that it knows where it needs to go and so a lot of it funny enough is getting out of the way of your mind mm -hmm. you know and then talking the client into being like fall into this experience just let it be don't try to figure it out because sensations come up you know i've even had people feel slightly uncomfortable when energy is moving through places and i'm like it probably hasn't been there in a long time and so you're mm -hmm. feeling things in your body and so I've seen people like shake, I've seen people move, I've seen people cry, I mean, laugh. I've seen the gamut of releases, um, you know, and, and, and so yeah, energy yeah, healing I, is... Yeah, I cried here a couple of times, right? And yeah. it's, it's all, you know... It's all good. It's all good, it's a, you know, it's a safe space, amazing mm -hmm. space, and, mm -hmm. and to your point, I think the biggest barrier is to letting yourself do it, you know, mm -hmm. to not judging yourself or worrying who what is going to say and you know with with you it's never that feeling never comes up because yeah, it's a very no accepting judgment. space yeah, yeah but but letting yourself to go through it um yeah letting yourself yeah. accept it that's a huge one letting yourself receive and so the reason like i've been wanting to build more and more gifts is i know that people 
receive love and re want to receive help in different ways. Some people are all, all about the physical. They come to me for a massage like, oh, that felt really good. And I'm thinking like, yeah, it did on the physical level, but other levels too. So there's different ways to get in. And some people, they're carrying so much or they just need to sit still and have that like firm like mm -hmm. longer term touch, you know, so Reiki brings, you know, Reiki is coming into a lot of hospitals. There is like a lot of hospice programs. There's a lot of places Reiki is breaking into because just the act of like setting aside, you know, an hour, give or take, and just being still with yourself. I mean, that's a beautiful thing, let alone Especially like accepting someone else now, and trusting you know? them mm -hmm. to come in and, and kind of like be with you in that and witness you. I mean, that's an act of vulnerability. And I always say like vulnerability it's like, it's a sign of strength and, and we're changing that narrative, you know? So energy healing was like kind of the beginning to it all. Aromatherapy is essentially part of every session always. Yes. Um, because yep. there are different scents that work on different levels of people, whether it's mental, emotional, like if I see people just need to chill out, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna probably throw some lavender in, you know, maybe some frankincense. Um, if I assess the, the energy body or the chakras, which I'll get to next, um, and kind of see that there's a major blockage in one part of the body, maybe the heart, maybe we'll go with some geranium or rose, you know? So we're utilizing these intentionally to kind of open up your energy as well as your emotional state, which is all connected. Yeah, um, and just, uh, just one thing, I was never really into aromatherapy, which was really weird because I have very intense, like in very sensitive smell, sense of smell. Yeah. But it started me thinking one time I was on the train, on the red train, mm. red line in Chicago, and I smelled something and I smelled my, it smelled like my friend back from Poland. Like, I think it was my ex-boyfriend, actually, sorry. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, my brain remembers that smell and registered it. And yeah. then I had a friend who was into aromatherapy, Monica. Yeah. And she introduced me, and it's it's just amazing how you can uplift your mood, how you can Instantly. energize yourself. Yeah. Like I have this, you know, um, I'm not really good at what is good for what yet, but sometimes I just go intuitively. I have this little box with, and yep. it's like, you know what? I feel like a little orange today. I need some or uh, energy. That's and what you I know. Do. You know yeah, what and you it's, need. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing, and it's a sense. Six, another sense that we have, and yeah. it, like enhance our life, and 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 you know, um, enhance our life experience through that is also an amazing thing. So we're heavily weighted into the sense of of, of sight and you know yes. of, of auditory of Bones. hearing and even yeah. touch, and so. Um, I have this running hypothesis that I, I would like to go deeper into, but when you hear stories of people like, oh, I haven't thought about that person in like eight years, or this, you know, this thing just popped in my head, I think, I believe that most of that is scent based. And so mm -hmm. we're going throughout our day and we're getting little whiffs of someone's pheromones that remind of, of our ex. Yeah. Or, and we're not thinking, oh my gosh, I just smelled something. It's just like, bang, it pops in your head yes. and you're like, whoa, that's so crazy. And so, I believe that this sense is working on more subtle levels. Mm -hmm. And so I encourage people to bring that more to the forefront, you know, because I, I believe that usually we're only aware of scent, of scent when it's really good or really bad. And so there's all this in between we're going throughout our day and we're not really experiencing. So that's like a nice meditation is to kind of like check in with each sense and like what, are, what am I experiencing right now? But yeah, smell smells yes. amazing. So yeah, aromatherapy incredible. just has the quickest acting way to really change the emotional state, you know? Yeah. So utilizing that as a tool. Um, so segueing into the chakra work. So 
the energy body, I, I'm not going to get too deep, but deep enough. So, yeah, just um, so people, you know, like if you have somebody who is really like apprehensive, like yeah. I'm not sure about it. Yeah. So it's a little bit of understanding. Sure. I feel like we always have less fear when we understand things a little bit more. Sure. If somebody's really interesting, definitely can come here or dig deeper by themselves. But sure, sure. So and we understand. Biofield. I mean, there's so many ways this is described now. You know, like every culture has a different way of what to call it. But the idea is about six feet from your body is your energy field, your biofield. And, you know, why wouldn't we need to take care of that too? And so you think about when you're in public or places maybe on the train or something where you're, you're realistically in like four or five other people's energy all the time. So you're, there's things going through, you're feeling things. And so why wouldn't you need to take care of this? You know, like smudge or like sage, something like that, burning that is kind of like a shower for, the for energy, the energy body. for yeah yeah and and so i assess the chakras um the seven major um, there are some minor chakras starting with the root chakra so where you sit when you sit on the earth um if you've done yoga they call it the sits bones yeah. starting there moving up sacral uh mm -hmm. belly button region upper stomach region solar plexus heart region in, in the chest lungs heart throat chakra in the throat, third eye in between the eyes, brow chakra, crown, if you're to wear a crown right above the head. And so, you know, I'm going to say this and some people are going to be like, I don't even know. But like, it's That's like, okay. I pick, yeah. like my teachers like worked with me. I'm so blessed to have amazing teachers. And like, I picked up this pendulum. We kind of, we did the thing where it's like, are you the one for me? it gave me a clear answer and then it's been with me ever since and like I gave it a clear job and that that was like part of their their advice was like make sure they know what they're doing and so this one's like yo you're always going to be my energy reader and i put it over the different chakras and the spin of it the size of the spin the direction all of these things tell me what's going on mm -hmm. and then i can kind of connect the story for people and I tell people you know just receive it if it's not if it doesn't sound right don't take it but you know I've been doing this enough that it's like you can kind of start to see patterns and these are deep patterns that we're holding on to these are subconscious things these yeah. go these date way back these these are the things you're not good at that you've you've let fester and mold in in your internal house you know and so knowing that like wow my energy is blocked here and it generally also and i am not i don't call myself a medical psychic or anything but it's like i will pinpoint you know things going on within the physical like stomach issues or whatever you know sounds very general because it is like i said i'm not medical intuitive but like oh yeah how'd you know it's like well if energy's been blocked there for who knows how long i mean a lot of times it can start there and move into the body and so um just starting to help people understand that mind body spirit there is no disconnect what is good for the mind is good for the body what is good for the body is good for the spirit you know so um the chakras once i assess those then i kind of know where to give attention where to give focus what instruments to use what you know uh, essential oils and where i can do work on and over the body i have some techniques to like to clear to open to like ground some of the dense old energy and like you know set the intention to bring in what they need at this time for their greatest good yeah and just, and just to bring kind of build on that since we work together um 
um, and we talked about it in our last session, uh, I think a little, but even from my own experience, I felt like, you know, I wasn't communicating well. And you mentioned to me last time that, you know, my, my, my throat chakra is a little better open and it, it's much better. And that's the thing, you know, how to connect it. Okay, this energy, mm -hmm. how it translates to your life. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, I had an issue with communication, mm -hmm. with setting, saying my boundaries. And, mm -hmm. and I feel that work and kind of work on that chakra and that energy, um, Aria, helped me to pass through that uh, mm. on some level. And I, and, I, and I strongly feel it and I believe in it because I'm experiencing it uh, now even, you know, even, you know, having my voice through this podcast, that's kind of, Absolutely. you know, like a manifestation element. of that. Yeah, I finally, Absolutely. you know, I decided I want to bring to the surface things that interest me, people who do amazing things in the world, who help other people. And that's the voice I want to bring. And, and I feel like it wouldn't happen if, if I wasn't working on that area with you or myself and, yeah. and kind of clean up just so people understand how it translates to the, to the life and absolutely you may have. And, you know, I want to, you know, not, not too into this, but like key word had an issue. And it's like, and that's the thing is when we change, it feels foreign when we're stepping into that territory. I kind of look at it like you, you hit this fork in the road and one, you know, if you go right, the trail's already blazed. And you're like, oh, I know this one. This is where I mess up again. Or, you know, this is where I yes. fall back in my pattern. And then the, the left direction is like a thicket, you know? And it's like, you gotta kind of move the thicket, the forest, and it's unknown what's there. And so that's why it does feel so weird to change. And that's why it's so easy to fall back into the old patterns. Like, oh, I'll just fall back into the old eating habit. I'll just fall back into like the patterns I have in my relationship. But, and so like standing strong in that and, almost reassuring yourself, like reassuring your inner child, like, hey, we're, we're doing something different this time. And it feels kind of weird, but just just trust me, you know, because because God knows I went right 19 times and like we're on 20 and like we want to go left. Yeah, so. and it's, it's even also like a human experience, you know, like we don't like change. Change is so uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. And if we did things certain way for so many years and maybe it was uncomfortable, but it's safe. It's yep. what we know, yep. you know, like, I knew not to speak up because, you know, somewhere along the way I pick up the, the pattern at school that we don't speak or kids don't have voice. Yep. That's what, you know, raising up in, in Poland at certain area at a certain time yeah. uh, taught me. So, um, so switching to as an adult and doing something different is even harder because it's a change and changes. Yeah, yeah you have to reassure yourself always. at times. Yeah, because, yeah. yeah, like you said, the unknown is if you think back to like our, you know, our more primal needs and like when we weren't thinking about all of these like self-awareness things, it was just like the unknown is scary and it could possibly kill me. So yeah. I'm going to stay right here because yeah. I've lived so far here. Yeah, like how our brain works. This cave yeah. or whatever you want to say. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, so uh, massage, aromatherapy. So chakra, chakra we can kind of go into massage a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, studied at Pacific College Oriental Medicine, shout out. They're an amazing bodywork and massage school. Uh, three locations, Chicago, San Diego, New York. Um, so it's a formal training, It's right? a formal training, yeah. It's, it's, it's everything you need, um, but it, it is like kind of more than you need. So like a lot of, you wouldn't take a lot of these electives and classes to complete the test if you were just trying to be bare minimum. But like a lot of these, 
you know, Asian modalities in Eastern world, uh, shiatsu, which is Japanese, Another, uh, twina, Chinese, is, is massage, right? Thai, shiatsu. yes, there are all kinds of massage that and come from Eastern world. Mm -hmm. Correct, I kind of have blended parts of those modalities together. And I think that's really what happens is like, unless someone's like, I really love this and want just this, which you almost never hear, it's kind of like, once the trust is built, it's like, I am open to what is best needed. And so we might start that's out so with some 29 shayatsu. started. I came yeah. here and I was like, I really would like, what was it? I think the... Deep, deep tissue? No, no. I think I wanted to try this uh, MD. Oh, yeah. The new it? paradigm, MDT. MDT, new yep. paradigm. I really wanted to try it. And then after next session and next session, now I'm coming here and I was like, just do your magic. Yeah. I'm open. This Which is, is the amazing. issue I'm working with. Yeah. Right? Like, that's how we... Um, operate now right yeah. I come with like this yeah. is something came up and yeah. I want to work through it I want to understand where is this coming from clear it up yeah. or or just you know just so my life is a little better and, and it's amazing to feel trusted in that space and like you asked me my favorite and maybe I'm jumping yes. the gun on this question but my favorite is building that trust so that I can bring in whatever needs to be brought in like if we're gonna set up the gong today we're gonna set up the gong you know if it's like whatever needs to be done and and sometimes it takes a while it takes a while to get to that it takes a few sessions or it might be first session people are ready or maybe they're just like they're in control of their life or they still have those control and it's like they want that thing and like ultimately i'm here you know providing a service so if you feel you know what you want i might ask you little questions to kind of try to figure out if that's actually what you want but yes, it, ultimately you're coming with an idea and I'm, I'm going to, to help you with that and so my favorite is like that full trust where we can just do what we need maybe we'll do some guided meditation maybe some kind of prayer like whatever whatever needs to be done but um i also don't mind you know it's it's i i have to be adaptable mm -hmm. basically yeah so so the so favorite is like when you just are trusted and people can just do your work. Yeah, some energy yeah. work, some massage, some sound. Yeah. The sound and aromatherapy is pretty much permeates every session, whether it's just at the beginning to get people deeper, some like brass singing bowls. Um, I like to start with a lot of shakers and rattles because they break up the debris that is kind of held in the energy body. So um, there are things like... And just I, FYI, it's a really nice experience because mm. when you hear like shakers or whatever, it's it's a really beautiful, beautiful experience. It's Just so everybody know um, overall, you know, even if the staff come up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because uh, it's safe. It's all, yeah, you know, it's, 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 yeah, it's definitely Shakers safe. are one of those that like... I will say they pro it probably gets the most flack because when we do like, and I, I have a collaborator, uh, shout out to Scott Bakshis. Um, we've been doing a lot of sound healing and sound journeys together. Yeah, and, I really uh, want to come to your uh, sound meditation come Saturdays. This Saturday. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And, and yeah, some people do get kind of like, oh, I really didn't like that shaker when it came around and over me, and it's like, hmm, I wonder what that was dislodging, you know? And or as long as they didn't, didn't like, like it. why didn't you like mm -hmm. it, you know? And and I think. I think there's something in our DNA, like these instruments, when you when you hear them, you hear things like the didgeridoo, I hear ancient voices in the gong when it's played. It's like, wow, we've been doing this for a long time and you kind of connect to that and there's something just profound about that. Yeah, yeah. I definitely agree with that. It's 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 a magical mm. experience in the best um, in the best way possible. Yes.
I agree. Okay, so um, massage, we talk about, uh, so what is the uh, the new paradigm? Mm -hmm. um, I'm like the worst with acronyms. Multidimensional transformation. Yes. So the new paradigm is, I would say more of a teaching of empowerment. Mm -hmm. um, it's teaching you that, you know, this sounds really simple, but like you have to decide when you want to step into your power and when you decide to live more from the heart um, and that takes work you know that takes realizing when you're being triggered that takes realizing when you're holding anxiety and letting go of that in the physical but it's like if you can live more from compassion and, and i wanted to say this earlier but i will say it now living from compassion it takes more work than living from just reflexes you know it's like and everyone, quick judgments quick judgments like that's the easy route and so I always want to remind people like and hopefully people that are listening to this are working on this themselves but it's like it's always beautiful to see when people react with compassion and I always think wow they've worked really hard at that because you know if you just kind of want to mutter and grumble and walk away or tell someone how it is in that moment like you're just serving your ego you're probably just projecting your unhappiness from something else onto them so um, so yeah, like kudos to everyone, you know, and, and those sensitives and those people that are showing that vulnerability. Like it's not always seen as a strength and it can be walked all over and used. And that's why boundaries are important. But the more you learn about yourself, the more you learn how much you can extend to which people, because how much can you trust them and you trust your intuition. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you are bringing a really good point about, you know, compassion and, and just being good to each other and nice to each other uh, so simple <laughs> yeah but it's it's it, we are unfortunately which is really sad for me that we are living in times that to your point and what you said that it's seen as a weakness you yeah. know and it should it should not be that way because yeah. to either side it's the best thing that can happen and it's not weak it's actually the biggest strength you can have to stand above somebody not that you are better in a sense that you are better but above your ego, above your, you know, discomfort and, you know, how would you like to judge and, and look at them with love because yeah. bottom line, that's what it is. Compassion yeah. is, if it's to you, to myself, it's just looking with love. And when you look with somebody with love, you don't scream at them, you don't judge them, you don't, you know, use harsh words, you try to comfort them and, and make it all better, so. But you may, let me add to that, you may walk away from them, you may love them from yep. a distance. And so yep. it's safe Boundaries. to say that the compassion for yourself comes first. Um, and there's times where, you know, it's been kind of, it's been a weird journey for me in that way where it's like, when I see people that have like acted out to me, a lot of the time it's like, oh, I feel those wounds. Like I see that hurt inner child. And so like, there's times where it's like, I'm, should I be mad right now? Like, I feel like I should be mad, but I'm like, I'm seeing like your pain. And so if it's like, if it's that confusing, it's like, I need to distance myself. Cause I know that like, I have the propensity to like, like maybe extend into trying to make you feel better. And it's like, maybe you don't need to feel better about that action you just you need took. You to work through it by yourself. You need to work through mm -hmm. it. And it's like, I'm not gonna like f help you fix that. And so it's like, yeah, you can totally have compassion, but that doesn't all, also does not mean like people walking all over you, you know? So it's like, it's definitely a fine line. It's something you learn and like you get burnt and then that's even takes more courage as you start to build a wall up to your heart. And it's like, no, we don't need this wall. Maybe sometimes we need this wall, but 
you know, you again, it comes back to like following your intuition and like learning from past mistakes and just integrating that and just trying to live as open-hearted as possible. And so, yeah, the MDT is like living from the heart, um, working with some, you know, high uh, spiritual guides and ascended masters, angels. These are all to me different energies that come from if there is like one big quilt, you know, these are these are threads that come off the quilt and these energies. And so they they are like they're like if the universe or the godhead or whatever you want to call them the major energy mm-hmm. that started it all or is kind of like the building block. It's like if that building block god goddess was like writing songs and their their creative expression became a certain vibration or frequency or color that's what like each of these like angels would be it would be like a different expression or a different like song coming from that so yeah um, and just fyi and neil sometimes uh, talks and sings during the session which is awesome too and it's not uh, weird or scary when you are in it because mm. it's all then you feel those energies moving and and when you think about it, like angels, the idea of angels, it's it's so Asian and like we know about them and we, um, it's nothing weird. Like there are mm. energies around us, around us of people who pass or, uh, or are no longer with us or, you know, I don't even know, but. Or maybe you've chosen to incarnate in a human body. I'm open to a lot of possibilities. I try not to make, and here's the thing about me is like I tend to live in the gray area more than most and like that's the thing about the human mind is like we want to know and that's another control thing and so yes. a lot of times it's like hey I'm open to that but I'm not fully sure either you know and I think that's something we could do more as humans is you know admit that I don't really know but I I I think I think this it's so far in my evolution something I really wanted to say quick about like yeah. the angels is like Funny enough, like that was the first way thing that I was able to connect with my grandma and have some connection of like, this is work I do. And it's like through the religion that has brought angels to the yeah. forefront, it was kind of like, oh, okay, you know, and so that so was you a saw, really you hear cool your, moment. You heard your grandma, you saw her. I was with her physically, you know, in the same room. And it was kind of like, man, how do I how do I describe this work? Because yeah, from someone that's, that's lived we many years on this planet in a certain way yeah. and just like hasn't ever really cared too much about the self-growth, it's more like has served other people for so long and like, but is staunchly religious and like that's where they get their community. It's like, oh, this is a connector point, you know? So for me, it's really important to find those connector points because like I'm not trying to be on any pedestal. I'm not trying to float away so that I cannot can't connect, you know? So it's important for me to have those different talking points, like places to connect with someone about this information because it can feel really fluffy and, and up in the sky and like, I totally get it. You know, mm-hmm. it, can, it can be really intimidating. So let's keep it down to earth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I totally hear you. And to your point, um, seeing uh, grandmother, I, um, I had this aunt and in one of our sessions here, Mm. Um, just to share like what experience looks like you were like you know uh, doing um, I think um, uh, some work with your hands and you put like, your hand on my head and and I saw her and I haven't thought of her for years mm. and I just cool. saw her like a beautiful face uh, and and it was just like such a mat- and like you know from nowhere mm-hmm. you know why nowhere, would I nowhere 
Yeah. But I felt like she just came and say like, I'm here, I'm yeah. here for you. Yeah. And it was just such a, and especially that it was an aunt that passed uh, years, years ago, I was a little girl. Yeah. And so I don't have like actual, a lot of memories, except that she was giving us a dollar a week and we collected $40 for a Lego with my brother. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. my memory. <laughs> but she came uh, and <laughs> yeah, just so people understand how yeah. they experience. And I just want to tell one more story about sure how experience with you looked for me and what does it mean to do that work. So I remember one time I came here and I was like, I'm in this energy, I funk, I can't, like it's just dark, I can't, like I'm just in a bad mood, mm -hmm. I can't get out of it, and like can we just do the session, like I don't even know what it's about, Let's just it's, dig into it, there. right? And, yeah. and this is to the point that we brought earlier uh, about trauma being, you know, not it's not only like something like really, really bad, you know, which we all, hopefully not all, but, you know, I did experience in the past. Sometimes trauma is something that it just is registered uh, as a scary or bad or whatever. There's no competition. And then when you start working on me, I just had this huge, like, release of memory that I was like this little girl in this camp uh, in Poland. We were doing summer camps, which is not like here. You just go to the woods and you sleep there in a tent. It was uh, just like a real camp experience. Yeah. But the part of it was that I was standing in a... Uh, the part, the fun part, apparently, was that each kid, and I was like maybe 10, 12 or something like that, uh, uh, they had to stand at night and um, it was a game that you stood for a couple hours in the middle of the dark woods and you protected the camp. Hmm. Uh, it was kind of like, you know, shift. Mm -hmm. It was a game. Mm -hmm. But, you know, as a kid, I was just terrified. Like, I was like, oh my God, I'm by myself in dark and I'm responsible for everybody. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some situation in my life, an uncertainty, where should I go? And I have a family to protect, brought that memory in and brought that wow. energy. Yeah. And I didn't know where is it coming from? Why am I not feeling that? And it was just boiling within me. And then after session and after I connected this memory and I opened that, um, you opened that uh, energy and kind of like we clear it up. I just got up from this bed and I was like, well, okay, let's mm. move on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was that, yeah. you know? And so, wow. so like, just so people know how the, the work can look and how, you know, tangibly you yeah. can heal. And like I said, the, the most important uh, understanding is that it, trauma, it does not mean that, you know, it something really, really, really bad happens. Hopefully yeah. it didn't in your life. Sometimes it can be just like a little thing. Yeah, and, it, and it's safe to say that some traumas, a lot of traumas will never go down to zero. And there are some things that you may, that may sneak into your mind like once a day, every day for the rest of your life, especially when there's like some crazy things that have happened, but like not to let that sway you so much and like Awareness. understand that your mind, you know, something I've been really into lately is the all the talk of placebo and Dr. Andrew Weil, you know, he's amazing. If you guys don't know, he's he actually got me into the breathing meditation with his book, Meditation is Medicine. Um, you know, he's way ahead of his time, but he talks about placebo and so many people poo-poo it and they're like, oh, it's just a placebo. It's like, wait, just a placebo? This is proof that our mind is that powerful. And so sometimes it's like being aware that your body and mind is, is some sort of technology. And like, 
we have these expectations like, oh, getting through my trauma means I will never think about it again. No. No, mm -hmm. but just that it doesn't have that that peak rise in those hormone levels and things because you're not giving it that power because you're remembering that you in your mind have so much more power. And sometimes like the fake it till you make it is kind of a questionable like, you know, saying for me, but it's also kind of, it kind of is on the wavelength of placebo where it's like, you almost got to put yourself there in that energy, in that space, and you kind of like grow into it. It's like you as the present self decide what your future self's going to be. And you kind of just like, you decide and you declare. You choose. You, yeah, you make you a choose. choice. Exactly. Conscious choice and aware choice. Exactly. Choice. And that, that information, that work, give you that choice, right? Because you are aware. It's yeah, like, you're aware. Okay, I didn't know where is this coming from. Now I yes. know where it's coming yes. from. Now I choose how to, choose. to react. Exactly. And I feel more um, comfortable and uh, and kind of safe because okay, this energy and this stress that is coming up, oh, that's from that. Yeah. Because yeah. you know I'm uncertain because it's uh, you know I'm responsible and 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 that's triggered yeah. like an old thing. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, it's amazing. Yes. Okay. What else I want to know and what else I want to share about you and what what. Uh, what do you want to share? Uh, I want to just ask one question mm -hmm. because, you know, by end of the day, you created here a business too, right? Yeah, and yeah. how does it work? You know, because I do, I wanted to, we talked about this before, why I want to interview you because I'm the person that I always like, you know, if I know a trick that can help somebody, like I just want to go and shout out of the um literally of the on the street about it mm. and i talked uh, about you to many of my friends that are still comprehensive and uh, apprehensive i'm sorry totally english is my second language and you do great but that's why we are here and talking about it um uh but wait i lost okay but this is a business right so sure. my question is like do how do you find clients are people mm -hmm. more open lately to the work you do um how do they come to you because i literally came out of my best friend google mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. i looked you up i looked several people up and i mm -hmm. just felt a good good vibe mm -hmm. <laughs> i was like mm -hmm. I like this guy. I like the work you do. I look mm -hmm. at your Instagram. I remember I look at the website mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um, I was intrigued by the, mm, the new paradigm. I was like, hmm, that sounds really interesting. I want to mm -hmm. try that too. Mm -hmm. But how do you, um, how people come to you? Um, is this something that people, we talked about in the beginning about Midwest being a little bit, mm -hmm. you know, maybe ca cautious and, yeah. and apprehensive. Is yeah. A good word. Yeah, so um, I think this is something you don't even know. Um, I wouldn't necessarily, rec I don't say recommend, but my route was interesting. So like 2013, I found myself at a business, essential oil business meeting. I found myself, this is one of my keys to manifestation. I feel like that word gets a lot of fluffiness, but manifesting what you want around you is you got to talk about it. And it's like, you also got to be clear about it. Cause when you, when you talk about it and you're clear about it, like the right, like the right alignments can come into play. So I was talking about where I want to go with my work and just so happens that one of the women there was like, Hey, like we own some properties. One of them is in Wicker Park and it's this storefront. And she was telling me about it. I'm like, she emails me actually like a day later. It was like, I was thinking about you and I had a, like a vision or a dream of you in there. I was like, okay, this sounds mystical and cool. Let's check it out. <laughs> so I checked it out and it was like, 
wow, you know, we talked about a good rent price. I was like, I wasn't really looking, but here it is. You know, I found a subletter. I moved um, onto Ashland between Division and Augusta. Mm -hmm. And it was like the energy just, it was like being on a surfboard. And it was so like within a couple months, I had decided it went from like, oh, a cool place to have a music studio and do some of my energy work and live in the back to like, oh, this has to be a community space. And so like, in that, I built this community space and this fully functioning business out of basically nothing when I had nothing in the bank. And I had to learn that like whole adage of like, you gotta water your roots or your tree is never gonna fruit. And so what I did was I kind of held space for people holding space. I did it for like three years. We were open to the public. We had big community healing days. We had breath work. We had sound journeys. We had session rooms all of this stuff um but then like when the dust cleared the building was sold like we were always on this agreement like hey something's gonna happen yeah just let me know when so he gave me the word and was like okay an architect bought the building okay cool everything must change um but it was really hard uh, so we got cut off. We got cut off. We which is live. We just learned that it's just only an hour you can talk, but we yes. have so much to talk about. So we finished where you talked about uh, that you, um, the architect bought the old building and you decided to keep going, even decided the moment going. was hard. It was very hard. Yeah, and you actually went a little to the dark, uh, to the dark point. Yeah, yeah, you gotta go to the dark points to know what the light points are. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was it was tough. It was like, just I hard because like you wanted to do it, identity. and it's like they were roadblocks. And some kind and that's of. That's the thing is you see when you do this, it's like oh, this is a reflection of my life, and so like I strive really hard not to be a hypocrite. So I wouldn't give advice that I haven't taken or wouldn't take. And so I'm like I said, I'm a pretty open book, and I'm not going to pretend life is peachy. Because uh, that's not what people need to hear right now. But but they also do need to hear that there's many times there's a choice. Yeah. That. Yeah. And this work, uh, we talked about it, like this work really help you um, kind of go through those moments that it's it's hard because it's not about you. Uh, you know, we, we come to Neil and he's an energy healer. He's a healer, shaman or whatever Ooh. you call it. It's like, Ooh and my life would be beautiful. Yeah. No, it's building your strength. about it, that I did it, or that yeah. they fixed me. It's like, no, you are fixing yourself. This is a constant work in progress. Like yeah, and just come here and art. strengthen yourself, heal yourself, get better, and go live an amazing life, right? Absolutely. That's the, yeah. And that looks different to different people. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, okay, so gadgets, 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 technology is everywhere. We what? are the most beautiful technology, humans, I, I must say, and we are still just scratching the surface of, of what we can do in our capacity. But within that, there are technologies that are coming out that are helping us connect more, inform ourselves, and so... What are you using? What am I using? For well, your business to help grow? I'm using social media, and I... Shout out to social media. Social media has gotten a bad rap lately because people can't seem to get off of it. But uh, I was talking about this earlier. Um, Social media is just an echo chamber. It is showing you what you search and what you want to see. So if you're a constantly outraged person, 
your social media feed is going to piss you off every day because you are kind of into that. Yeah.、Um, so look at your surroundings. Look at the people you surround yourself with. Look at your social media. Look at the things that reflect back to you and. Take a good hard look and reflect. And is、Evaluate. this who I am right now? And is this where I'm going? Is this who I want to be? And if it's not, make some changes. You know, I made some conscious changes to create boundaries between myself and my business, my personal page. I get to have fun. I get to share things that I think are silly and fun because I'm a multifaceted person. You know, and then through the business, I've just been able to be authentic and share my authentic voice. And I think that has. Wrong, very true. In the Midwest, I've kind of looked at it as a、uh, snowball rolling downhill,、yeah. asking the right people for reviews, and it slowly just picks up pace and picks up pace. And now the snowball is moving a lot faster. But that took a good five, six years to build, thanks to places like Yelp, Meetup, Facebook, Instagram,、um, and of course our good friend Google. Yeah, best friend. Best friend <laughs> And、uh, what else do you、much. like? What、um, else do you like? What, what do I like? I like technology together. Yeah, podcasts are you always great, telling me something. Yeah,、uh, because they are the only medium that we are allowing long form conversation on, and everything else is all about snippets. It's about little things to get outrage to get clicks.、Uh, so podcasts allow us to get to know each other, and that is a beautiful thing. And you get to hear people totally laid out their views, and you might learn a thing or two、uh, the way that they go about something. So it's great too because you can find a podcast for everything. So I've been recently really into the self growth and like the, the the biohacking. Dave Asprey with Bulletproof Radio is great. I really like Ben Greenfield Fitness. Been getting a lot more into my fitness life. He's、oh, he's one of those of biohackers too.、Mm-hmm. Um, You know they call him the、uh, the Oprah for men, but I I really got to say Joe Rogan like opened me up in a lot of ways to the podcast format, and you can say what you want about him, but I mean at the end of the day his message is about being nicer to people, and his guests are usually pretty spot on, so he's definitely like been a, a good influence for me as well. That's awesome. Yeah. And you mentioned like you're into、uh, looking into blue blocks glasses. Blue blocker glasses.、Uh, there's a company Dave Asprey runs called True Dark. I just got them. Oh, he has、week. his own. He has his own company. You know, so and produces the, the, the coffee, the the True Dark glasses. The, that's I know, but I didn't know that he has glasses because I got mine from somewhere else. For sure, yeah, he's an entrepreneur. He's、uh, he's constantly yeah. Oh yeah, that's for sure. He needs、products. to fuel this、uh, need of living until 180 and doing all these tests. Himself, he's working on it. His book Superhuman is in my backpack right now, and so I just started、uh, opening it up and, and really taking it in. But it's his like you know last twenty years of research on longevity and things you can do to feel better, and he's kind of compiled it into a book, and it's very well written so far. So that's that's a you know a great resource as well. If you've heard of biohacking, if you haven't, check it out. It's an old but new way to say how do we optimize our body and mind, yeah, and spirit. Yeah, he's great. I listen to him a lot too.、Um, and then you showed me something like this gadget, this little、oh, gadget、yeah. that I, I want to definitely link to it. And I'm going to look look into it because I know that you know we、um, operate in the、uh, with so much technology around us. Totally.、Um, so this is、totally. like what is it? It's like a so, keychain. We'll, again, so back to, to Dave Asprey.、It. I feel like this is becoming a commercial for him, but he does these biohacked <laughs> boxes. Biohacked. Hhcke.com, <laughs> and、it. he puts products every quarter, 
And this came oh. in the box with some other things, but the company is Como Systems, C-O-M-O. They have all their science on their website. They've been doing this for over 10 years. And this is the traveler version, so it kind of it can fit on a keychain or something, but it essentially creates about a 10-foot radius, not creating a force field, but what it's doing is a saline solution. And the, the frequency it's emitting within this is connecting to the parts of your cells that are breaking down from the EMF radiation from Wi-Fi and other things. So the iron, the potassium, the mitochondria, these things that have been shown to be uh, destroyed or very much harmed, um, it kind of connects in is the way I see it, it's kind of like a Band-Aid or not even a Band-Aid, but like it's like creating shield, like a, a bubble. shield, a bubble. Exactly. So um, that is so interesting. That, you know, it's Somebody, some of these things you're yeah. just doing on trust because you're like, I'm not going to wait for all the data to come out for someone else to decide what this is doing to me. So doing things preventatively and I'm not about living in fear, but I'm like, there's got to be something to us living in this microwave, essentially. Yeah. All of these ra this radiation and these signals bouncing around. I mean, it's not doing nothing to us. It's doing something. And I want to kind of better uh, control what yeah. it's doing to me if yeah. I have the option. And yeah, this is if you can bucks, try it, then you can help. Bucks, so, yeah. I mean, don't go to the bar a couple of times and buy one of these. <laughs> or whatever your thing Best is. Best advice from... No, it's true. It's all about choices. And that seems like a... Prioritize we, I'm definitely going to personally look into it, but I'm going to Send also link. link to it. Because Drop I think down. my friend yeah. has something on her phone, yeah. like on the back, like a circle that yeah. does the same thing. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's the same company, but there is something in it for sure. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Neil, thank you so much. Yes. This was such an amazing conversation. I want you, if you can, tell everybody where they can find you and Urban Escape Healing, where you guys are located. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Because I want everybody to come here and to <laughs> get get your hands uh, on them and get healed, more healed and have a better life and enjoy life more because that's what it... Um, your work did for me is just I was able to and I'm able to heal some things and shift things around and open myself to certain things and it's it's just amazing how it can help you in in just every everyday life so where are you guys thank you so much you? Um, yeah. so physically we are located in the the Pasco Bariqua the mile stretch of division uh, essentially division in Rockwell 2618 mm -hmm. we have a free parking lot with a beautiful mural on the east side of the building so come on out we don't have to put a time limit on it you don't have to you know there's no buzzkill tickets on your windshield um, it is a, a space where I share space with a physical therapist a Thai massage body worker, acupuncturist, and me doing all the things I do. They welcome the drumming, the shakers, the the different sounds that come from my room. So I feel very blessed to be here in a, in a community of practitioners that are professional and good at what they do. You can find me in the ethereal on the internet all over uh, www.urbanescapehealing.com. You can find me on Instagram, the tag at UEHealing, like the, the letter U. And you can find me at Facebook.com slash UEHealing. And honestly, if you want to just Google Urban Escape Healing, you can read more about me. There's been a few articles that have come out, things. So uh, you can go down the rabbit hole on Urban Escape Healing, see if it resonates with you. I appreciate that you want everyone to get come in these doors but people come when they're ready i truly believe yes. that mm -hmm. and you know if you're ready to do the work and you're ready to commit to yourself come see me and we'll assess and we'll go in a direction that you agree with you know i i 
consent is big for me and, and, and describing my process and letting you feel comfortable with what's about to happen. So yeah. you are and magic and let's bring out the magic. Oh, I love that. And let me just say, you know, first-hand experience, it is, it's, it is magical and nothing to be scared of. And, and like you said, if you are ready um, and want to work on yourself and, you know, I'm not a medical profession. I don't give medical advice uh, as probably you probably too. But, you know, it's sometimes easy to have a drink and feel a little relaxed for five minutes, then have a hangover and um, go back to the circle or take a pill mm. for the anxiety you feel. But just come here for an hour, spend hour or two, spend time on digging deep, clearing things up so you don't have to go through those circles. Um, that's how I do it and, and why I'm come here and, and work with you. It's such a pleasure. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. Sorry again that we got cut off. Oh, <laughs> My God. It. Every time you learn something, you see, I love that. And how was it? Did you like it? Oh my God, I so enjoyed this episode, recording this episode, and I hope you enjoyed it too. Um, so much good stuff, right? Um, Neil is incredible. Such a positive, good energy and, and just uh, amazing energy all around to, to, to be around. Um, so I hope you enjoyed this, this long, long episode and, um, and I hope you all find a courage and, and try out um, healing session or Reiki session or massage, simple massage with Neil. It's, it's, he's really, truly talented and, and have gifts and that's why I brought him here. Um, again, I hope you enjoy it and as usual, I'll bring you more interesting people doing interesting things that are changing the world for better. 